Welcome to the Lemper Report Live. On today's broadcast, Michelle Obama gets into the food business. A job in fast food can lead to homelessness. Hy-Vee's new Healthy You subscription looks like Google told a lie. Nonprofit grocery stores open a new channel. And on the bullseye, Wendy's latest promotion is all about free. Hope you've had a chance to check out my multi-part food trend series on Forbes. If you haven't yet, here's a link in the chat to read right after today's broadcast. Let's get started. So, Sally, uh, Michelle Obama, uh, who we worked with on Chef's Move Back to School program, has decided to get into the food business. Um, last week at the Wall Street Journal uh, Food uh, Symposium, um, she said, um, actually, it was the Wall Street Journal's Future of Everything Festival in New York. I'm here today because I still believe that businesses can and must move faster when it comes to our kids' health and nutrition. The product, um, and we'll talk about that in a second, is already in Target, Sprouts, and Walmart Online. Um, it's called Plezzy. It is a beverage company. Um, so, Sally, what do you think about this? Is this a good idea for Michelle Obama? Well, I think it's a wonderful idea. You know, um, she was really wonderful in um, getting the Let's Move campaign started when she was the first lady. And so she has always been a champion um, for nutrition, particularly when it comes to our youth. Now, we have one in five children right now in the U.S. Um, that's age two to uh, 18 that are obese. And those numbers are rising. It's, it's really a frightening time for childhood nutrition. And, you know, soda and sugary drinks, we have always heard are a big offender uh, for obesity and particularly with children. And so it's really great to see her introduce a beverage like this. It only has six grams of sugar. Um, it does use stevia as a sweetener, um, has 75% less sugar than uh, many of the others we see in the supermarket that are of its kind. And it comes at a pretty fair price as well. Yeah, it's under a buck a bottle. Um, also, uh, Sam Cass, um, her partner in the Let's Move program, is a partner at Acre Ventures Partners. Um, he's also the board chair of Plezzy. Uh, he's been involved every step of the way. Um, so my feeling is that one of the things they're going to try to do is to get this as part of the school lunch program, which would be really smart to do. Uh, but also, to be honest with you, and I agree with you, I think this is terrific. I think having her um, leading up a food program, and this beverage is just the first product. Um, they anticipate going into snacks pretty soon as well. But they've also um, had some social media pushback. So no matter how good you you try to be, you know, uh, you're giving 10% back to charity, it's fairly priced and so on, they're coming under criticism because they're packaged in single-use plastic bottles that they're also using non-nutritive sweeteners, stevia, and monk fruit, and that, quote-unquote, it's processed. Uh, but I agree with you. I think that it's a, a fabulous um, effort on their behalf. Um, you talked about the stats of why we need this so often, uh, so much. And also, what I really like um, of what Michelle Obama said is that the drinks are not only intended to be less sweet, but they're 
helping train kids to enjoy less sweet drinks. And that's something that you and I have talked about for years, that we really have to change our taste buds away from this heavily uh, sugar, salt, fat profile that makes us really be satisfied into really understanding what foods are supposed to taste like. Uh, talking about food, a new report just came out from the Economic Roundtable um, in California, where they found that being employed in the fast food industry is the surest way to end up in poverty as a low-wage earner and become homeless. Um, it's, it's amazing to me that when, when I read this, it's something that I never really thought about. But again, on average, uh, when you take a look the, uh, at fast food, there's 3.3 million fast food and counter workers in the U.S. Their average hourly rate wage is $13.53. Um, that works out to 20, a little over $28,000 a year, assuming a 40-hour work week. And that's where the whole thing falls down, because so many of these workers don't get 40 hours worth of work, and that's why it leads to homelessness. Yes, yes. And, you know, we're we're hearing um, from this report that fast food workers represent one in 17 of the homeless people in California. And, you know, Phil, I was just I was just in your state this weekend and saw you know, the situation of the homeless there. And it is it is very sad to see. And, you know, California has the top um, minimum wage at fifteen fifty an hour, you know, set in in the country, I believe, um, are one of the top ones. And so it is it is very disheartening to hear that um, this this segment of workers is still struggling so much to to put a roof over their heads. And CBS News, who who reported on this, um, also points out that, you know, while fast food workers struggle to make their ends meet, the companies employing them are doing fine. McDonald's raked in $1.9 million in profit during the fourth quarter of 2022. So it's not for the year, $1.9 million in one quarter. Um, and Chick-fil-A recorded $18.8 billion in system sales in 2022, up nearly 13%. From the previous year. And as we've talked about in our trends report uh, just a couple months ago, um, one of the things that our number one concern is employment. Um, when we take a look at employment, we take a look at wages. This is a major issue that is not going to go away and really needs to be addressed. It's not about, you know, buying robots uh, to to really replace these workers, we have a very serious problem as it relates to to workers and minimum wage, and frankly, very high corporate profits, higher than we've ever seen before. So we need to have this balance taking place. Uh, balance is important, and High V has created a new healthy use subscription plan. Um, part of it is about healthy balance for for their customers for eating. It's in their eight states to available to individuals 18 and older. It does cost $99 a month, which sounds high, but it includes two 30-minute appointments per month with a high V dietitian, unlimited access to short and sweet uh, short and sweat fitness videos, on-demand freezer meal workshops, wellness classes, nutrition programs, free registration on wellness challenges 
IV dietitian private chat portal and two health, uh, two free health screenings per year. Um, I love this program. IV has has long been, you know, uh, a leader in health and wellness. And while I think that the ninety nine dollars is high for the average shopper, uh, bottom line is you're getting a lot back. And my hope. My hope, I don't know anything about this, but my hope is that Hy-Vee is working diligently with healthcare providers that all of this or a portion of this can be covered by your healthcare program. What do you think about this? Yes, I agree that there are some really wonderful um, attributes to this program. Number one being that the two 30-minute appointments per month with a high V dietitian, um, to me, that is the key benefit here. You know, um, fitness videos and um, meal plan ideas, you know, I can find those for free on the internet. And so um, the the people that are signing up for this really need to know the value of meeting with that dietitian and how that can help them, um, you know, whether they're dealing with some sort of chronic illness or whether they're dealing with weight management, you know, those are two major issues right now in our society that maybe these dietitians can help them. And maybe it's for people that that can't get their healthcare programs to cover meeting with a dietitian. I would also like to see, in addition to this program, some sort of rewards or discounts um, for shopping, you know, maybe great. healthy, pro- you know, buying certain healthy products in the store. That would be a great benefit um, to, you know, to really get people to want to feel like they're getting their $99 worth. Absolutely. And and you're bringing up a great point that I hadn't thought of. Uh, ShopRite, matter of fact, in, in New Jersey, um, their dietitians offer when you sign up for their program, which is free, uh, they offer a 10, I, if I get this right, they offer a 10% discount at their juice bar. And I think a 10% discount on some other foods and, and so on as well. So, you know, good point. Good catch. Um, Hy-Vee needs to offer some kind of discount for people to make up that $99 as well. Um, Google is under scrutiny. Um, We all live and breathe by Google. Uh, But basically what they decided to do in 2021, they would stop running ads alongside videos and other content that denied the existence and cause of climate change. But guess what? Google is still running those ads. Yes, it does appear so that, you know, you can you you're watching your videos on YouTube and, um, you know, we and you see these ads beforehand. Um, But, um, you know, some people, some advertisers may not want those ads to run alongside um, someone who is putting out information like that. Now, we you know, many of us in this country believe in, you know, freedom of speech on these platforms. And I, for one, as well believe that that is important. But um, if these uh, these people that are buying ad time, these companies buying ad time, I think that they should um, be able to decide whether or not they want their ads to be um, in front of content like that. And I'm not sure what sort of system they have in place to um, guarantee advertisers that, you know, you're only going to be um, paired up with certain types of content. I don't think that uh, currently they have that as an option. I think that, you know, um, and, and people just want to be able to get a share of that revenue. Uh, but in today's world, with everything that's going on, 
you know, for us to be, you know, fighting climate change when all around us, whether it's weather, whether it's storms, floods, whatever that we keep on talking about for anybody to be putting out stuff that, um, you know, devoids climate change. You know, that to me is a food crime, matter of fact. <laughs> it just doesn't doesn't make a, a lot of sense to me. Nonprofit grocery stores look like, uh, according to Axios at least, they're really doing a great job in food deserts. And what was interesting to me about this story in Axios is that, and what I didn't know, is that when you have small grocers, local gardens, and farmers markets in food deserts, they are quote-unquote ignored in traditional food desert mapping models. And, you know, so we always talk about food deserts and not having a grocery store. And there's 76 counties nationwide that are without a single grocery store in them. So we, we all get up in arms. Supermarkets should go into these areas. We know that supermarkets that go into food deserts fail for a bunch of reasons. Um, it's just not economically viable. But the fact that all the reports from USDA does not count small grocers, local guards, and farmers markets, that to me was a shocking and telling situation that maybe food deserts aren't nearly as bad as we've been led to believe. Yes, that certainly would be um, would be good news if it's not as bad as it seems. Um, the, but these these nonprofit grocery stores are very important to communities that are struggling. And, you know, it's 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 wonderful to be able to um, to not only provide that service to people who are struggling with getting healthy, fresh food, but to also um, support a small business that is supporting their community and helping their community thrive. And, um, you know, I think back, you know, we think back, you've talked about it a lot, that historically, you know, supermarkets, uh, grocery stores um, originally have been the center of our communities and a very important part of, um, of, of how a community is doing. And so it is, it is wonderful to have these. You know, there's one in St. Louis, Missouri called Marsh Grocery Cooperative. And you can go and shop at this store. And if you um, are doing okay, then you can pay up to 20% more for something if you'd like to give. Or you can pay 20% less than the price of the product if you are someone in need. And uh, I think a lot of people um, that can do want to help these companies help other people and and balance things out a little bit. Absolutely. And, and I think it's an important initiative. And what we're going to do is we're going to make sure that we get the right information out there about these small independent grocers, if you would, and farmers markets that are in these areas that are really doing a yeoman's job. Thanks, Sally. Artificial intelligence has come to small food businesses in a unique way that can be very effective and a great tool. On Lost in the Supermarket, I spoke with the owner of a specialty brand of sauces and the manager of one of America's best farmers markets to find out just what AI is doing for them. For the complete episode, just log on to supermarketguru.com. Here's a preview of what they had to say. So, but it all comes down to human beings. So I, I've got to say that probably um, one out of every 10 
you know, a newsletter marketing tools that I get says dear, and then it says name. So somebody hasn't taken the time to, I guess, press the right button so that my name appears. And for me, um, as a as a consumer, when I get that, I immediately toss it out. Um, so it has to be, you know, with consumers. So how is constant contact helping Tracy and Mary solve for these kinds of human issues? Yeah, I think you're really getting to this idea of personalization. I would say that we continue to invest in in personalization on the platform, both AI and otherwise. And and uh, I would I would hope that the folks who are sending you those those notes that are not even basic personalization of your name would would consider using Constant Contact because you know certainly we've we've uh, we've got that problem solved. But but actually much more right. And and you know would love to hear from um, you know uh, Tr Tracy as well too. But um, you know personalization to us is the right message. If I know um, that you're a, a, a cost-conscious person who likes a deal, well, you're going to go on my last-minute promos um, segment list. If I know that you love to hear about live events that I host because I'm, um, you know, I'm a wine bar and I have a book club offering, I'm going to have you in my in-persons list. So what you're really getting at is relevance. You're getting at personalization and this generative AI capability that we have Imagine it can select the message, it can select the audience, and and voila, magic occurs with uh, really empowering those small business owners to to drive and grow um, and accelerate their impact. On today's bullseye, Wendy's looks to the stars and they embrace Mercury retrograde with free food. Now you have to download Wendy's app to participate, of course, and the program launched on April 21st. And this is the last week where you can get a free any size hot and crispy fries with any purchase. It's an interesting three week promotion that offers a different free food over the three week period. Buy one, get one free sandwiches, free chicken sandwiches, free six piece chicken nuggets. And then the last week, this week, the free fries. Now, to be honest, I think that the tie-in with the planets is a bit of a stretch. Mercury retrograde, that time when the planet Mercury moves slower than the Earth does around the Sun, purports that during this period we will experience meltdowns, false gossip, miscommunication, and technology failures. And the premise is that Wendy's marketing folks is that by offering free food, the company says it will help us cope with the potential chaos that will ensue because of Mercury retrograde. First, I really have no idea how many people actually take heed in Mercury retrograde. Second, I don't know if these folks are actual Wendy's customers or that this promotion will bring those who follow Mercury retrograde into a Wendy's restaurant. Lastly, I don't know if giving free food will actually soothe these people's psyche. Wendy's launched National Roast Day back in 2018, where they invite people to a three-day event, April 12th through 14th this year on TikTok, and asked in some cases, begging in some cases, Wendy's to roast them. In previous years, the roasting was on Twitter, but this time it's on TikTok for probably obvious reasons. On Twitter, where the promotion was just 24 hours, they received over 130 million requests. This year on TikTok, 
which in all fairness, posting a video is slightly harder than just writing a tweet, Wendy shared 11 video, um, 111 videos with over 109 million views over the three-day period. In looking at a bunch of the videos, frankly, in my opinion, most of them were pretty lame. And talking about lame, Wendy's automated AI response videos were even more lame. In today's AI world, she could have easily customized the video to include people's names and the animation. Well, kind of amateurish. They even did a segment on the Today Show, which I don't know if they actually paid for or not, but between you and me, it looks like they did, where they roasted Al Roker's White House Easter egg roll question to Joe Biden about running again. Take a look. And I just wanted to come on the Today Show and celebrate National Roast Day. Woo! I hope to see you all hosting something I'm watching in the background of the thing I'm actually doing for another 72 years. Oh, and Al, before you ask, I'm not planning on running for president. Wendy, pay attention. His name is Al, Al Roker. You would have been much more powerful to include that. And by the way, as much as I hate to admit it, when you use Twitter, it was a lot more fun and interesting. The way the campaign got its start was way back in November 2017. Wendy's then tweeted at hashtag McDonald's. When tweets are as broken as the ice cream machine, they said. One of my favorite tweets came from Gina then. I want to go on a date with at Wendy's and take them to a real burger joint at Burger King. Really? For me, both of these campaigns actually missed the point. Sure, they're playful, sure, they're cute, but let's remember we're talking about food. If Wendy's or whichever fast, re fast food restaurants want to increase sales, let's look at the menu. Let's make real improvements, not puffier buns, and tell us about those. And by the way, Wendy's foods aren't roasted. They use a flash cooking method that has the burgers in a clamshell grill it's time to tell the cook exactly when they're ready. Another lame promotion in my book. The Lemper Report is all about inspiring ideas, making our industry think, and challenging each other. Let's think about being the shopper and how we can bring our supermarkets and our restaurants and other outlets closer to meet their needs. I hope you'll come back to join us on next week's installment of The Lemper Report Live when we'll focus on the biggest and the best insights and, frankly, the things that really matter to our food world. Be sure to visit supermarketguru.com for all the latest marketing analysis, issues, and trends. And don't forget to join us back here next Monday at 2.30 p.m. Eastern for a lot more.